Hey guys, I'm back with another episode from our podcast, Boxing Talks with Ashley. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about the history of Jack Dempsey. So yeah, I'm going to get started. As a boy, Jack Dempsey had worked as a farm as a farmhand miner and cowboy and was taught to box by his older brother. Dempsey's early prize fights were in mining towns around Salt Lake City, but on July 4th, 1919, he beat Jess Willard, the Great White Hope, and became became world heavyweight champion. He defended his title five times, but lost to Dean Tooney in 1926. Um, born William Harrison Dempsey on June 24, 1895 in Mansana, Colorado. Um, Dempsey's parents, Hiram and Cecilia Dempsey, uh, were origin uh, origin LA from West Virginia, where his father had worked as a school teacher around 1880. A a missionary group of members of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints visited Dempsey's parents and converted them. Soon after, they moved west to the tiny church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints village of Manasa, Mansana, in southern Colorado, where Dempsey's was born, although Hiram later abandoned the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. His wife remained um, faithful and observant throughout her life and Dempsey was raised in the church. The boxer later described his own religious beliefs. I'm proud to be a Mormon and ashamed to be Jack Mormon that I am. Following the move from West Virginia, Dempsey's father and his two older brothers worked as miners and the family moved moved frequently around Colorado and Utah. In pursuit of mining jobs, at the age of eight, Dempsey took his first job picking crops on a farm near Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Over the next few years, he worked as a farmhand farmhand, miner and a cowboy to help support his struggling family. As an adult, Dempsey often said that he loved three kinds of works, boxing, mining, and cowboying and would have been eventually happy doing any of the three. During these years, Dempsey's older brother, Bernie, earned extra money as a prize fighter in the saloons of Hanscrabble, Rocky Mountain Towns. It was Bernie who taught young Jack how to fight, instructing him to chew pine, to chew pine tar gum to, to strain his jaw and soak his face in brine to toughen his skin. When Dempsey was 12 years old, his family settled. Um, his family settled in Provo, Utah, where he attended Lakeview Elementary School. He dropped out of school after the eighth grade, though, to to begin full, working full time. He shined shoes, picked crops, and worked at a sugar, a sugar refinery, unloading beets for a measly 10 cents per ton. But by the age of 17, Dempsey had developed into skilled young, into a skilled young boxer and, and decided he could make more money fighting from 1911 to 1916. Dempsey traveled from mining town to mining 
town, picking up fights wherever he could. His home base was Peter Jackson's Saloon in South Lake City, where a local organization and the organizer named Hardy Downey arranged his fights, going by the name of Kid Blackbeat. In his Salt Lake City debut, Dabsey knocked out his opponent, a boxer by the name of One Punch Hancock, in just one punch. Downey was so angry that he made Dempsey fight another opponent before he played him. Bernie was still price fighting at the time, calling himself Jack Dempsey after the great 19th century boxer Jack Norpel Dempsey won in. So this is where he got his name, Jack, I believe, Jack Dempsey, because they gave him the name Jack. So is Jack Norpel Dempsey. So yeah. One day in 1914, Bernie fell in for, felt ill in for him assuming the name jack dempsey for the first time that night he won his brother's fight decisively and never requested the name by 1917 dempsey had earned enough of a reputation to book more prominent and better paying fights in san francisco and on the east coast on independence day in 1919 dempsey got his first big opportunity a fight against heavyweight champion Jesse Willard, nicknamed the Great White Hope. Willard stood a menacing of 16, I mean, of 6 foot, 6 inches, sorry if I messed up right there, but yeah. 6 foot, 6 inches tall and weighed 245 pounds. No one in the boxing world thought the 6 feet 1 inch, 187 pounds Dempsey stood a chance despite his enormous disadvantage in size. Dempsey dominated Willard with his superior quickness and ruthless tactics, knocking the bigger man out in the third in three round in the third round to earn the title of world heavyweight champion. The Willard then then the Willard Dempsey fight because the subject of controversy in 1964 when Dempsey is former manager Jack Kearns who by this time had fallen out with Dempsey, claimed that he had loaded the boxer's gloves with plaster of Paris. The loaded glove theory held some credence because of seemingly extraordinary amount of damage Dempsey did to Willard's face. However, film evidence revealed Willard inspecting Dempsey's gloves before the fight, making it highly improbable improbable that the fighter could have cheated. Dempsey successfully defended his heavyweight title five times over the next six years in what considered in what considered one of the greatest runs in boxing history despite his success in the ring during the this period. However Jack however Dempsey was not was not particularly popular with the public he had not served in the military when he had not served in he had not served in the military when the united states entered the world war one in 1917 leading some of some to view him as a slacker and and a duff dodger furthermore an infamous and widely recalled photograph showed 
Dempsey at a Philadelphia shipyard supposedly handled hard work, but Wayne's shiny paint, pendant, leather shoes, strangely, Dempsey finally achieved his to achieve widespread popularity when he lost his championship title on September 23, 1926. He was defeated by challenger Gene Tooney before a record crowd of 20,000 fans in Philadelphia when the bruised and battered Dempsey returned to his hotel that night. His wife, shocked at his gruesome appearance, asked him, What happened, honey? What happened? She said, well, Honey, the hilarious and self-offensing um, and so he ain't made Dempsey something of facing something of a folk legend for the rest of his life. A year later, in 1927, Dempsey challenged Tooney to a rematch in a fight that would become one of the most contro controversial in boxing history, Dempsey knocked Tooney down in the seventh round but forgot a new rule requiring him to return a neutral corner while the referee counted, extending the pause in the fight. Dempsey's slip-up afforded Tooney at least five precious extra seconds to recover and return to his feet, and Tooney eventually won the fight. Won, won the fight. If not for the long count, Tooney maintained that he was in control, in control th throughout the fight. After his second loss to Tooney, Dempsey retired from boxing but remained a prominent cultural figure. He opened Jack Dempsey's restaurant in New York City where he was famous for his hospitality and willingness to chat with and customer who walked through the, his doors. He also tried his hand at acting. He and his wife, actress Estelle Taylor, co-starred in a in a Broadway play called The Big Fight, and Dempsey appeared in a handful of films, including The Price Fighter and The Lady in 1933 and Sweet Surrender in 1935. During World War II, Dempsey put all questions surrounding his war record of rest by serving as a lieutenant commander in the Coast Guard in 1977. He wrote an autobiography, Dempsey's The Autobiography by of Jack Dempsey. He passed away from the failure of, from heart failure on May 31st, 1983, nicknamed the Manasseh Muller. Dempsey ranked second only to Babe Ruth among the great American sports icons of the 1920s. He was inducted into the Ring Hall of Fame in 1954, and many commanders still rank him among the ten, the great, the ten greatest boxers of all time, known for his ruthless, unbridled violence in a prize fight. Dempsey was renowned. For his warmth, kindness, and generosity outside the ring of the ring, he displayed a level of support sportsmanship perhaps unrivaled in the history of the no violent, violently violent sport, half dazed 
and heartbroken after his loss to Tunit in the controversial long count match. Dempsey offered offered his opponent nothing but nothing out his earnest congratulations led me out there he said to his trainer because he could not walk straight i want to shake his hand dempsey married that's what he said and then after that dempsey married four times during his life maxine gates 1911 through 1919 estelle taylor 1925 to 1930 hannah williams 1933 to 1943 and diana patel 1958 he had two children with williams and joanne Williams, Joanne, they ended up naming their kids Joanne and Barbara and adopted a daughter with Patel Lee. So this is the history of Jack Dempsey. Um, so yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to tell your friends and family about this podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. So yeah, peace.